Hi, this is Liz from the fairytalesite.net where we explore the genre as it is presented on screen, in theater, and in books. This podcast is specifically designed for the roundtable discussion of the NBC series Grimm. Joining me are Kay and Ruben from Nice Girls TV and the Fairy Tales site. At this point, I'm going to turn the mic over to Kay, who will start us rolling. All right. It's hard to know where to start here, but um, I guess um, we can start with the tunnel because I, uh, <laughs> once again, Yay! I thought that the um, writers must have been hearing our discussion the last week or two when we were like, what the heck is going on with that tunnel? When are we going to find out more about that tunnel? Of course, we didn't really find out that much more, but we found out that Rosalie and Monroe are not much into dark and rats, which kind of surprised me because I figured both of them would be cool with dark and rats, but okay. And then and then there was the skeleton, and that seriously oh. started giving off a Goonies vibe to me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh, funny. yeah, I hadn't even thought of that, but yeah, I was just, I was freaked out by the skeleton, I think as much as Rosalie was. You know, I, I'm so immune, I think. I'm becoming desensitized. <laughs> so the, the skeleton didn't bother me, but their conversation was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Those two, they, they, just, they just get the best lines. Between them and Wu, I don't know who gets the better lines, but those two together are just so funny. Um, Monroe didn't want to go first down the tunnel. <laughs> okay, I'll go. <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah. I don't know. Those two make me laugh. So are you saying, Liz, that if you and I were down in a dark tunnel full of rats and we came around the corner and there's a skeleton, you wouldn't shriek like a young girl? Oh, I might. I might. <laughs> just, just clarifying that point. Just, I mean, I might just at the shock of seeing it. But um, at this point, after all that we've seen from this show, that particular thing didn't bother me. And I've seen Goonies, like, about a bajillion times. <laughs> At least there are no uh, booby traps yet, but I keep waiting for something. You know, I keep waiting for, like, a big rock a la Indiana Jones or something. Yeah. Did it feel like when they were going back up the ladder um, the first time, did it feel like when the camera panned over kind of to the side, did it feel like it was maybe something was watching them to you guys? Oh, no, I just kept thinking something's going to come up at them, not that something yeah. was watching them. Yeah. The the discussion about not wanting, about it looking like it should have been a door, like in a submarine and underwater, and maybe it was filled with water, that was hilarious, particularly since Nick said he already went through it. Of course, then that made me think, wow, that would have really sucked if Nick had opened that and it would have been water on the other side. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that was hysterical, too. You better hold your breath. That's <laughs> <laughs> those two. Yeah, you're right. They get great lines. They kill me. Did it, still didn't really find out anything, though. We found out that the no. tunnels are really long and there's a skeleton in them. And they're also, you know, those tunnels were not, like, thrown together. I mean, they look like subway tunnels or something. You know, those were yeah. clearly well-made tunnels. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a clear direction that they're going with that if they would just give us a few more reveals so it would make more sense as yeah. to yeah. where so, they're going with it. But otherwise, I felt like for this episode, the whole reason for them to be there was to overhear the whole Adeline-Eve confrontation. Yeah, which, yeah, which was, I thought it was going to be a little bit more. I but, totally did. 
But but then I then I you know when you think about it even Eve is so turned off emotionally that why the only, why would she I I really didn't totally a hundred percent expect a confrontation like you know a, a like a beast off you know fighting each other not yet not yet but it I might have, I it might come yeah it might come well yeah. and. My first thought was, geez, they totally oversold this, particularly Claire Coffey on Twitter. But, but then, you know, because the scene itself wasn't all that exciting and it was brief. I think mm-hmm. the part that, you know, in now watch, you know, thinking now that I've watched it, um, I think the implications of it and, and the things to talk about about it were pretty um, important even if the scene itself was not quite as exciting as I expected. Yeah, I mean, it did give us a whole lot. I mean, there was, I mean, Eve basically gave um, um, Adeline an ultimatum. Exactly. You know, Um, and, or not even, not an ultimatum, it's a threat. And if she doesn't feel anything, why did she make the threat? Because I still think that what, one of you two brought it up when we talked about this before that they she they need him they need him too badly. That's true. I still think it's that, but you know I could be totally wrong. There could be that little I don't know. I just I don't see it. I don't see that she's that she I feels think she's anything putting, for him. Not right now. I think there's just she's she's doing something that's more important than that. That's bigger than that. And I don't feel that she's allowing, if, if she is feeling anything at all, I don't feel that she's allowing herself to go down that road right now. That's a valid point. But they've set it up so they could, they could go either direction with it. So, they really did. Yeah. And I think what was interesting, you know, she warns her off. She's like, stay away from Black Claw. And Adeline's kind of like, why would I do, you know, why would I go near them kind of thing? And then, um, you know, she makes a comment, well, you know, you're a hexen beast. You have a child. And, yeah. you know, kind of the reaction from Adeline and, and the terror in her eyes. You better believe that she's never going to think the foam is safe again. Yeah. Because <laughs> if Eve can find her there, of course, I mean, Eve's got a lot of resources and presumably Meisner... I, you know, Trouble knew they were there, so presumably all of of HW knows that that they're there, um, mm-hmm. which is probably a thought that um, they don't really want to have. But anyway, so that was kind of the solitude and the safety there. I think has now been uh, um, really undermined, which is funny because Nick's solitude and safety there has also been undermined now that Rosalie was forced to spill the beans that. Adeline is, you know, a hex and beast again. That scene when he's just laying in bed is, mm-hmm. is interesting because it was kind of a mirror of the scene when she started getting her powers back and was, you know, kind of laying in bed, that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be good. I mean, I, I, um, I expected a little, bit, a little bit more emotion from Nick when he found out, but what's he going to do, really? What's he going to do at this point? And the way he, you know, with Eve just like sitting, you know, is basic. Eve knows how to uh, knows how to start a uh, conversation, man. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, she just jumps right in. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's just, just magically open the door and just walk right into the car. And just yeah. super deadpan and just like, look, this is what's going to happen. You know, she's going to be a, uh, you know, she's not going to be a suppressed forever. She's going to get her powers back. And what do you do? And Nick's like, well, and she's like, you better come up with a plan. And coincidentally enough. Yeah. You know, and I wonder here, we're kind of in a, it almost feels like the situation with Diana, what's he going to do? Take Kelly and run, hide Kelly somewhere. Well, that's just going to, and who's, it's not like he can leave. So who's yeah. who's gonna hide Kelly? Because yeah. it's not like he can go to his mom and ask for help the way that he did with Diana, right? So, so I mean, there he's he's kind of stuck. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting. Got a, a solid backup plan. I mean, unless Monroe and Rosalie are you know brought in for you know to help hide Kelly, but. Where are they going to hide him? I Where mean, are they going to hide Rosalie, I figure, I feel are like the most obvious vestins in all of Portland. Is there exactly. anyone who doesn't know where they live? Well, and and it, it just to go back for a second, the where they where where um, Adeline and Nick are living right now. So much for a secret lair or hideout. Exactly. It's not secret mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Although in theory, only HW knows, but we still. You know, we had tossed around the idea of could there be a mole in HW versus was there an HW mole in Black Claw versus so hard or to say. But a, mole, if, a mole in the, the the precinct on either side. Yeah. So speaking of, while we already jumped to Diana. Okay. Yeah. So apparently Black Claw could deliver Diana if that's actually her, which I the purple seem to suggest. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. whoa, creepy kid, man. <laughs> exactly. I just kept wondering. I'm like, is that really her? Well, I mean, I think it is. But my bigger question is, how did she end up in the hands of Black Claw? Yeah, when she was clearly with Meisner. How did that happen? How did that happen? And how much does Meisner actually know about where she really is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, that think- isn't, if that isn't Diana. The problem is, is that, so we can presume that um, now that he has Diana back, he, uh, Renard is, is going to double down with Adeline. And so then Adeline is going to be forced to make a choice. And unfortunately, the only way we're ever going to get, well, I guess if, if the plan, if Black Claw's plan is, is that Renard is going to parade his happy family out in public then, then Nick and HW will find out soon enough, and then that conversation with Meisner on, you know, what the heck happened, um, you know, will take place. But right now, presumably, Meisner doesn't know that Black Claw had Diana, or if he did, he didn't think it was going to be an issue, or he's evil. Oh my God, that's just there's so many different twists and turns that it could. Take. I know. It, I it's know. Kind of mind mind blowing. And and then and then the other question too is if Diana has been with Black Claw, a how long has she been with them? Did she grow up with them? And two, what is this going to mean? I mean, the the whole idea of taking Diana away and hiding her was that so neither side had her to be able to raise her neutral. 
you know, so that she could hopefully, like, she was the hope. Um, exactly. She was supposed to be the hope that would maybe, maybe unite all factions or, you know, I, I don't know what they were hoping, but she was hope. And now she's been with Black Claw, so what the heck? Or at least it certainly now, seems that she's been with Black Claw. Again, it all goes back to whether is that really the real Diana? And how, and if it is, exactly like what you said, how long has she been with them? How much have, have they warped her? How much have they influenced exactly her? Exactly, that. that's the word I was looking for. Well, in terms yeah. of how long, not very. Because yeah, she's not even that old. Because, she's yes, she ages fast. very, very quickly. Yeah. But it seems like in the, you know, I guess the question is, is how how long has actually passed in the time since, I mean, judging by Kelly's age, it's been less than a year for sure because Kelly was born on the day uh, or within a, a day or two of when Diana escaped with Meisner in the helicopter. Right. So Kelly, presuming he grows at a normal rate, or even if he doesn't, I mean, how old did he look? He, like six, eight months max? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that baby is so not as cute as it used to be. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's cute. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed by the Kelly reveal after the Adeline Vogue. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, wait a minute. He's not as Nothing cute happened. as I thought he was. Nothing happened. Oh, no, they just... they. Uh, we haven't really seen his face much. No, we haven't. And, yeah. You know, he's all he's probably been he's been hidden away probably so they could get away without using a real baby for scenes. And so, you know, we see Adeline Vogue and then we see the cut to the baby's reaction and that's the first like really face on look at the baby for twenty second shot we've really had in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't look too upset by what he was seeing. No, no. he didn't he didn't at all. In fact he kinda had a smile on his face. So it's like what? going on there you'd you'd think that a baby would react to seeing something like that you think that they would be there'd be more facial expressions than a smile well i mean based on the fact that he's part you know his his daddy's grim um i don't know what's uh what's what's uh what's happening here what's going on anything what do his <laughs> eyes look like when he's an adult? Like, if you look in his eyes, will you see exactly. a vest? Exactly. Yeah, because, yeah. because when the vests look at Nick, they see black eyes, right? Isn't that what Monroe said? Yeah. 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 So but here's another. Half and half, yeah. How is that, that going to work? Speaking of Hex and Beasts, and what I thought was interesting, because, you know, Adeline's been trying to basically hide that she has powers back, and then her old boss, who was kind of a pig he was just rather um patronizing i thought then you know encourages her to vogue and she immediately does and Mm -hmm. so i was like hmm you know is she just doing that because she's got to get out of the foam and she wants her job back and also kind of begs the question of exactly what she was doing for them back then Uh, that made me wonder too and the fact that she's going back to the same firm that we now know that it that there was definitely some hex and beast shenanigans going on, um, and that you know the going after Nick's um, aunt and that kind of stuff 
may not have been Addie acting on her own. Mm-hmm. So now she's back in the thick of it. Like, why well, did she go to this? a different law firm? Yeah. What does if that she mean? had turned over a new leaf, for sure. Makes you wonder yeah, if she I... actually did. And if she didn't have her powers back, what would she have done at the new law firm? Would she have been able to hide that? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. I think they would have. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think, given the fact that he vogued so, so early on, I don't think she would have been able to hide the fact if she hadn't gotten her powers back. I think that's why she went there. Yeah. She knew she could get a job there. Yeah. And and potentially, it's hard to know. I don't remember exactly when she started talking about it, but you know, maybe, oh, look, I'm getting my powers back. Well, may as well go back to my old job. Yeah. I don't know. Cause it, and she also doesn't have to worry so much about protecting herself anymore because that was part of the you know, holding up at the foam with Nick is she was powerless and, you know, people are out together. Yeah, and now she can she can stand on her own and, and deal with it herself. <laughs> it's a lot of questions. Yep. It, it really opened up a lot of what's this going to do now? Def- what is going to happen? I'm definitely happy that that's out in the open now, though, and now Rosalie doesn't have to be keeping that secret. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Although you got to was- love... When Adeline turned to Nick in bed and is like, I have something to tell you. <laughs> I'm going back to work. And it's like, that's not the secret you're supposed to be telling him. Because yeah, yeah. this isn't going to go well if you don't, re- you know, come clean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't think she'd do it. I didn't think she'd tell him that easily. Oh, no, I didn't either. But at some point, she's going to have to come clean because it's, it's not going to be pretty if she doesn't. Well, I mean, she, her, she's gonna, she's gonna start changing. It's like, it's like Eve warned Nick. She's not gonna be the same. The thing is, is if she really has changed, the best thing she could do right now is come one hundred percent clean to Nick about the whole situation. If she really loves him, then she would do that. But clearly, she loves him but doesn't trust him because she's, you know, right. And she should trust him because Lord knows he didn't. It was um, Juliet that tried to kill Nick, not the other way around. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it's a complicated relationship. <laughs> That's the it's understatement. Oh my gosh, it's crazy, but I'm I'm really loving it. And <laughs> sorry, if, uh, speaking of complicated relationships, I do want to point out that. Um, Eve sleeping with Renard was not for naught because she did get she did get intel and oh my god we didn't mention her earlier that scene in the car with Nick when Nick's like how did you find this out and she's like I slept with her she's just like so like that's it yeah there you go <laughs> that was I forgot about that part but that 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 line and Nick is just like really. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they tell when they tell Monroe and and um, Rosalie and she's like, oh, I wonder what that was like. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like when they were like musing on uh, on the the certain anatomical parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like this is so messed up, but it's really <laughs> interesting. It is so messed up. That whole thing is so messed up. <laughs> oh my gosh! You wonder why we can't figure stuff out because we're like. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I don't know which way to We're just trying to wrap our minds around the fact that she can change into Renard. That's, that's enough there. But everything else, like, 
My brain hurts. I know. <laughs> a friend of mine who hasn't watched the show since season one came over and watched it with me Friday night. Oh my god! Gave me, that gave me ten minutes before the show started to try to fill her in on everything that's happened from season one. Which basically, I was like, so Adeline changed into Juliet and then slept with Nick, and then Juliet changed into Adeline and slept with Nick again. And oh, I forgot to mention that. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so ridiculous when you think about it. <laughs> what was your friend's <laughs> reaction, though? That's the whole thing. She was thing. like, whoa. <laughs> She's like, this show really got weird. Pass another bottle of beer. <laughs> I can't handle it. Oh but anyway, so um, I, I, I'm excited to see where that goes because, you know, although this episode wasn't like the beast off that it was kind of marketed as, there were, they put a lot of pieces into play for yeah, the next really few episodes. Yeah, and as long as they start moving the, 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 the pieces across the chessboard a little bit more so it gives us some answers. That would be really nice. Without killing someone, like exactly. all of like the writers have uh, joked about doing every single uh, week on Twitter. <sighs> they're toying but with us. They I, you are know, a good time. Somebody was like, don't kill Wu. And they were like, oh, we would never do that. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, yeah. So speaking of Wu... Yes. Never a good thing when you wake up exhausted and there are leaves in your room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was. Or a forest in your bathroom. <laughs> exactly. It's like, that was the most bizarre. Were they trying to make it seem like he was having a dream or was, you know, that he was really there? Obviously with the leaves in, the be- in his bedroom, he was. I was kind of worried when he went in the bathroom that there was going to be like a body in there or something. Me too. Oh, gosh, yeah. 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 Some some remnant of what he actually did. Yeah, let's hope he was just out running in the woods. Yeah. Somehow, I'm thinking he probably wasn't, but no bodies have showed up yet, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. For now. Yeah, we still still weird. It's still weird. We're still not sure what he is. I, it's it really. I mean, he's running around at night. Okay, maybe he's a weird monster like from X Files, but my money's on werewolf. I think so, but we'll so see. See, it's very strange. Or at least the blue or- bad that doesn't quite have himself together yet. Yeah, mm. I could handle that, but the full-on werewolf thing—that that gives a person pause. However, when you do have two he- hexen beasts at your service, perhaps that could be reversed in some manner. <laughs> He's going to have to d- d- uh, take a toke from the hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no more hat toke. <laughs> we have not. I, I do not think we've seen the end of the hat toking. No, no. I Sassy, think they. I, I think, think they that enjoy plot device will come up again. I think they enjoy putting that in far too much. It's so ridiculous, but it's. I guess it's funny ridiculous, and it's to the point where the more times you do it, almost the funnier it is because everyone's like, "Ha ha! I can't believe they're doing that again." Are they gonna Are they gonna start doing like a drinking game out of it eventually? Ooh. Depending on I how think many if times they from the hat, it, you drink your glass. Yeah, the whole glass, because yeah. it's not like it's gonna happen every five minutes or anything. Yeah. But, I mean, Bitsy yeah. often will put up a uh, rules for a drinking game at the beginning of episodes on Twitter. 
<laughs> Although lately, most of the themes have been Nick shirtless, so we can see where her mind is. But well, I don't like where that's going. I like where that's going, but they haven't shown it enough. <laughs> Which no. is kind of oh, funny you... that your girlfriend would like be pushing on Twitter for you to be shirtless more on TV. <laughs> but I digress. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, completely changing the subject, what did you guys think of this week's Vessen of the Week? Um, you know, I, I always like when they when they do, well, not always, but because I didn't like the one with the mask. But when they start doing, like, ritual stuff, ancient rituals, I always find it interesting where they came from, like, the history and what they mean. Right. You know, I mean, there was, there was, it, I, and, and I, of course, I kind of figured it out. I figured out it was him. I did, too. As soon as I met, I mean, as soon as they met, you know, you meet the parents. At first, I thought it was the mom, but then I thought, no, it, it's, it's the lawyer. As, soon as, it's as soon as they showed the attorney, especially that actor, was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. totally going to be him. See, yeah. I never saw that coming. I was really? I saw the katana on the mantle, and I'm like, it is one of the parents. It is so yeah. one of the parents. I thought it was the mom, too. But yeah. as soon as the attorney, because I can never say Carrie's, Carrie is the actor. I can never say his full last name. But he is such a talented character actor that I just knew. It's like, oh, he's going to be the, the one that's doing all the ritual things. It was it was kind of cool, but kind of sad. Yes, yeah, really there, sad. there is that. No, I mean, I, 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 what I liked is how they really brought out the emotion of, you know, a, a parent, a parent who has lost a child like that, and then it was both of them, both parents, both sets of parents. It was very just believable. really. It's very yeah. It's a it's a it's a very uh, horrible situation and scenario and. You know, you, you just, I mean, we see it, it happens, you see it in the news, you know. Um, it's just, it's just awful. It's an awful thing. So I think the writers were, they did a good job in bringing out um, all the emotion that goes in into something like that, into that kind of scenario. And, and then throw in, you know, the fact that this guy felt, you know, obligated or he was obligated to, I've, I don't know. Wield retribution for the for the parents. Mm-hmm. You know, I totally didn't. Like I said, I totally didn't see that coming. And my thought was, you know, this. Why are they doing? You know, why are they doing this plot line that's seemingly completely unrelated to the main storyline? But as you were talking, Liz, it kind of made me think. Do you think that that's maybe um, like foreshadowing? for um, Adeline and Diana and kind of, you know, look, losing your kid is horrible. It, you know, it does crazy things to you. And, you know, as a way of, yeah, and they lost theirs by death, but, you know, Adeline was taken away from her baby and has barely seen her. And do you, mm-hmm. so do you think that that could be kind of a parallel to to Adeline to help justify some of hers or Renard's action? I, I think so. I, I know because, I mean, when that all happened before in the beginning, when, when that all was happening with um, 
you know, Diana and after Adeline had the baby and everything, I was like, man, you guys, just tell her. She's going to do bad things. Tell her. Um, I just feel like they had an opportunity at that point where Adeline might have been more, you know, okay, yeah, you're right. She should, we need to hide her. She shouldn't be, you know, with, she shouldn't be with the royal family. She shouldn't be with, you know, the resistance. She shouldn't be with anybody. She needs to be on neutral ground, and that's how she needs to be raised. I think, I feel like if they would have given her the opportunity to make that decision, then it, things wouldn't have gone so bad, and she wouldn't have done the things that she did, because she just went, like, all full-on crazy. And I would, too. Someone take my baby right away. Yeah. Um, especially someone that you trusted, Mm-mm. I'm not Betrayal. sure if she was quite ready at that point. No, but well, I like to think she is now, and that's why I want her to talk to Nick. I feel like she might have been ready, though, at that time, because she was, especially with Meisner, I feel like she was coming around. And then the way Nick and Juliet handled, you know, having her there and taking her in, I feel like, I feel like it would have been a ripe moment to say, look, if this happens, then that's going to happen. If Diana stays with these people, that's going to happen. If Diana stays with these people, that's going to happen. What if we hit, what if we give her the opportunity to be raised this way? And I feel like if they would have just been honest with her and showed her that type of a scenario, she might have, or maybe she even she might have gone with them. Who knows? You know, she might have gone with Diana. I don't that's know. An interesting direction to think about it. But I feel like I feel like they they created that all of them Nick and um, Juliet and Rosalie and Moreau I think they created that situation and Renard because they kept it, because they kept it hidden from her yeah they just they they betrayed her they totally betrayed her yeah which they told which her, all you know, stems stems back to how she makes this complete 180 that now she loves Nick mm-hmm. with all yeah. of that backstory. Yeah. Really? Or so that's. Yeah. So I mean, I do think I think though this time around it might be more Renard that might have stuff to deal with. I don't know. Maybe the two of them. You might be right, Kay. I think that I think it is a foreshadowing. Could very well be. So well done, writers. Yeah. They've they've <laughs> they've got us stumped. Or we've just totally given them credit for something that was totally... They're like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what we had planned. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) So did you guys have any favorite lines or scenes that we didn't already cover? Um, Let me think. No, because mine was the um, Monroe and um, Rosalie in the tunnel. I have to to agree. I really enjoyed, enjoyed that, but I'm more concerned... Are we going to get them out of the tunnel, or are they? How long are they going to be stuck in there? Well, they 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 called Nick and they said, "Hey, Nick. let us out." So yeah. I'm sure it won't be yeah, long. It won't be long, but it'll just be okay. You need to take the baby. Go go for a walk. So I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he just to get Adeline out of there because I don't think she's going to appreciate Monroe and Rosalie. Just oh, we we just went down there for a walk. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you know, Nick is Nick has got a lot of experience lying, so I'm thinking he can come up with something. Yeah, 
I'm sure he can come up with something really good. It'll just be interesting to see how they 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 remedy that. Jesus. Oh, I know. I like her to celebrate your becoming a hexen beast again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go out and hey, buy honey. some wine. <laughs> hey, sweetie. <laughs> I know what another scene that I really liked that we didn't talk about was we saw a little bit of um, Super Grim when Nick was fighting um, the lawyer. A little bit of Super Grim came out. What do you mean by Did Super you guys- Grim? Well, he was his fighting was more, um, you know, intense. Mm. More like um, what what we saw when he, it's you know, super grim. He's not. He wasn't so easily beat down. You know, what I'm saying he was able to take that guy on. This guy obviously knows some moves in you know fighting, especially with um, a sword in his hand, and with a sword and things like that. But you know, I mean, I don't know. I felt like we saw a little bit, little bit of it. Well, because they keep they keep revealing, you know, that you know when when they were in uh, the Black Forest, he could hear the other Vessen coming towards them. He has he keeps getting these additional abilities. They keep they keep revealing that. You guys have noticed that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Not the really, hearing is something actually. that he. I the hearing is something that he had, though. I mean. When he recovered from the, the zombie state, yeah, he had. <laughs> oh, God, that once was... again, an explanation that sounds, you know, once you recover from being a zombie, zombie. yeah, <laughs> words I never thought I'd ever say. <laughs> <laughs> but we are talking grim, so yeah. anything is possible in the Anything's world. Anything's possible. I don't know. We'll see. Do, they should they should do like a a travel a travel thing. Come to Portland and meet a Grim and become <laughs> a zombie and and you know meet a Hexen Beast. And... Become a zombie and recover. Poke yeah. a magic hat and sleep with someone <laughs> while there you looking go. like yeah. someone else. Now that <laughs> would be a Portland tourism ad. Yeah. <laughs> Come to Portland and toke a magic hat. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, we should throw some of these out at the riders. You know, here's some here's some travel travel. They could, they uh, could do like fake commercials, <laughs> right? In this show, you know, because other TV shows have done that before, where they've done silly little commercials that relate to their universe that are really quite you know comical. It's not like it could be fun. Not like it hasn't been done before. Yeah. Hashtag come to Portland. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Now that we're done with that bunny trail. <laughs> so what did you guys want to rate this episode? <sighs> Ruben, you want to go first? Yeah. I actually, I like this one a lot better than last week. So I think I'll give it like one and a half thumbs up just because it was just a very interesting way that they um, played out the story. They they hid it that at first you thought it was the mom, and then you, it could have been the lawyer, or it could have been dad, and the explanation of um, how their son actually uh, died. You know, it wasn't deliberate by his two friends. Obviously, they were freaked out when, when he vogued, and they had no idea. 
um, it was just a very interesting way of doing the episode. So I, I enjoyed it much better than last week. I'm going to give it two thumbs up because I really liked uh, everything about it. I liked the, the the little bit of humor that we got, you know, even though we didn't get anything more from the tunnel. Um, you know, it was it was funny and it was, you know, like like you said, Kay, it was a good way to have somebody uh, overhear the confrontation between Eve and Adeline. Um, I liked their confrontation, even though it wasn't what it was being uh, promoted as, or we assume. Um, I liked it because it showed Adeline um, understands the power that Eve has, and she understands that she could be in a lot of trouble. Um, I don't. I think she knows that she is no match for Eve. Um, I liked the story for the Vestin of the Week. I liked the Diana reveal that scares the living heck out of me because mm-hmm. we don't know where that's going. I really liked all the, the possibilities that this episode opened up for us. So two thumbs up for me. Okay. I'm going to give it one and a half. I liked, there were a lot of it I liked, um, but it wasn't, it wasn't like my, my top. But it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. All right. Was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about about the episode? Or did you want to kind of hint yep. at next week? Yeah. Want to hint? Okay. Next week, all right. someone's bones are going to disappear. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that clip was just like, um... I think I might be watching through like my hands covered over my face and just like there's some peeking. there's some jokes there's some jokes out there about that I know there are oh, oh. that's probably oh, why they yeah. picked it so they they're probably I think the writers some days are like all right what could we be snarky about on Twitter oh yeah <laughs> bones <laughs> oh my gosh you guys all right well that's gonna what it's gonna be interesting. It will be. It'll be fun. So, But that's going to wrap our program for this week. And be sure to leave your questions, comments, or concerns in the comments below. And join us for our next podcast. Tell your friends. Spread the word about the podcast. Tell everybody where you found us. We've got the link that's going to be provided um, for you. And um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at FairyTaleSite for lively observations from our resident Twitterer Kay. And she gets snarky sometimes and she comes up with the best hashtags. So uh, just follow <laughs> follow us. And anyway, thanks for listening, you guys, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>